Welcome back, everybody. Rap City Podcast episode 27 is underway. As usual, Kitch and Denno will be joining very shortly. We are back in action after our almost five-week hiatus where we were, uh, our endeavor was to uh, figure out actually how to get this thing done properly from a perspective of maybe getting our name out there, talking to a few people in the industry to see um, what we might be able to do, uh, how you go about marketing, podcasts, whatever it may be. Uh, And I can tell you in the five weeks, uh, Kitch and I did a great job of talking about it. We did a great job of sending a couple of emails to people thinking that they might be able to help us. And then we did an equally great job of not talking to anyone. So we are pretty much right where we were uh, five weeks ago, um, minus uh, five podcasts. So uh, we will uh, get back at it. We will keep uh, working on it and try and figure this thing out to get us up to uh, maybe a reasonable amount of, um, of listeners. I can tell you that when uh, when Kitch spoke to somebody a few weeks ago about uh, over over some sort of email chain when they were asking about our uh, listenership, uh, Kitch told me we had seventy, and the uh, the guy said seventy thousand, and we said uh, no, not seventy thousand, seventy. Uh, so he was a little taken aback by that, and uh, hence that was our only communication with that one individual. So, but we will uh, we'll get at her. We'll figure it out. We are uh, we're all very excited. The uh, the raps are back. NBA is back. There's real sports back. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, we'll talk about uh, the prospects of the raps uh, after their quick two and zero start of the uh, of the bubble league. So, uh, yeah, it should be exciting, um, and it, we are uh, we're looking forward to it. So, here you go. With uh, all that said, uh, as usual. Uh, we'd like to bring in our first guest early here, and this is the uh, former Celtics coach, uh, Rick Pitino, explaining to us who and who is not coming through the door. You're the people being negative. You're in some of the fans. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. What we are is young, exciting, hardworking, and going to improve. People don't realize that. And as soon as they realize that those three guys are not coming through that door, the better this town will be for all of us. Because they're young guys in that room playing their asses off. I wish we had 90 million under the salary cap. Wish we could buy the world. We can't. The only way we can do is work hard. And all this negativity that's in this town sucks. And I've been around, and, and, and when Jim Rice was booed, I've been around with Yashramsky booed, and it stinks. It makes the greatest town, greatest city in the world lousy. The only thing going to turn this around is being upbeat and positive like we are in that locker room. So if you think that we're not coming to play against the Toronto Raptors, you're mistaken. Only we're not coming to play with Bale, Bird, McHale, and Parrish or Kuzi or Russell. We're coming with young guys who want to get better, want to play the game. And we're going to stay positive all the way through. And if you think I'm going to succumb to negativity, you're wrong. you got the wrong guy. Kitch, we're back, baby. <laughs> delayed we're <laughs> we just talked about how we were just about to start i call you in and you get and there's like a nine second delay you're like a you're like an nba basketball game right now <laughs> all right denomi <laughs> yes we are back and then we're going to kick it right into you with how's it feel to be back 
Well, the pod. Oh, I missed <laughs> the pod. You know why I missed the pod? Everyone talks about COVID. All life. I'm the mill 96. What's 96? Day 96 with the mother-in-law. 96. You think COVID's been tough? Hey, 96, guys. Count it. 96 sleeps. So I take it she's still not a uh, downloader of the pod then? No, she is not downloading the pod. No, she's not. <laughs> I know we've done it like five weeks. It went by pretty quickly. And um, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I didn't miss either one of you. But it is nice to be back. It's definitely nice to be back. Kedge, what about you? You've been uh, you've been busy, been all over the all over the uh, province, so about, probably breaking a lot of social distancing laws. <laughs> I love sports. Sports is back. I was telling you because I watched five NBA games, which were not Raptors games, on Friday. Just sat in my backyard, just watched five different games. I'm thinking this is this is what I've been waiting for. I, apparently, I missed it. Apparently, I missed it. Uh, well, did you did you miss the pod? Five weeks away. Uh, you were, like pod. the feedback I was getting, the feedback I was getting about about Kitch's performance on the pod is that you were just starting to find your groove, and then we shut you down. <laughs> well, yeah, I uh, I got a little busy through the thirty days off and didn't do enough strategic planning as I had thought, and uh, yeah, I, I so I guess I did miss it a bit. I guess I did miss it a bit. <laughs> well, you know what? It's funny. Uh, I thought a lot about the pod in the five weeks. Did very little. Uh, to actually achieve any of our goals during the hiatus, but it's still a, it's still a quest. Uh, the new format here is that, as a, um, we should let the listeners know. Be interesting to see how many listeners we have on, on the uh, on the reboot here. Um, that we're going to go a little bit shorter because we're going to try to do at least two a week during this time where basketball and other sports are really every other day. But we're going to focus still primarily on basketball. But that's the uh, that's the idea. But no, I listen. I did uh, I did miss it. Um, but I would like to see us try and um, get this thing out there a little bit. So that's uh, that's still got to be the goal. Uh, now we did talk about how sports are back, but uh, and I and on the agenda notes I put sports are back, kinda because I still kind of am not convinced sports are back in its entirety. But yeah, the, it's amazing how how much uh, I missed it and how much I've really really enjoyed uh, the NBA. So let's go. Let's do this. NBA basketball. Oh, sorry, uh, NBA, Major League Baseball, and hockey are all back right now. And I'm assuming you've watched snippets of, of all of them. Uh, give us your thoughts. Daniel, give us your thoughts on all three sports and what the what the vibe is like with them. Yeah, so hockey I've not watched. I'm I'm done with hockey. So I'll do more um, kind of baseball. I'm, I'm a baseball addict and basketball addict. I love – I know I'm biased. The NBA has done it right, right from – Right from the get-go, doing it right. They're doing their testing. They're doing it one spot. Um, I love the actual fan experience now with, like, the background, with the music. Like, like kind of what Kitch was saying, I, I watched probably a bit of four or five games the one day, and I was not bored. Like, I thought maybe the fans aren't there. You'll hear just the squeaking in the shoes and stuff. I think they've done an excellent job. What I really love about basketball is how they've paced the games out. So, like, like today, games at one o'clock, right? Then it's four o'clock. Then it's, you know, it's so smart that you can watch all the games. Baseball is just so idiotic. They go and play all the games at the same time. Like there are no fans. There's no fans. So you don't got to worry about people getting in or, or whatever. Like pace those games out more. Start some games the afternoon today. I would have watched a baseball game like today, right? During the day or whatever. So 
Um, I think basketball is doing, doing a great job. Um, I think the East is done with because Washington keeps losing. So I think uh, that's wrapped up. But the actual West is going to be interesting to see uh, who gets the eighth seed and then gets pounded by the Lakers. So. Oh, we'll talk. Well, let's hang on. Let's talk about that for a second. I think that eight seed um, is not going to be a rollover for the Lakers. I think Lakers have some problems. Um, and especially the last thing they want to see in there is Portland. You do not want a three headed monster like Portland come in. Uh, I think they take anybody else. And San Antonio actually has the inside path right now, assuming they become the ninth seed. But I don't think the Lakers would want to go anywhere near Dame Millard. Well, I don't. I don't think Memphis is 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 going to get in. So it's going to be Portland or or San Antonio. But I still think Lakers. Like, ha- has LeBron ever lost a first round series? I'm just asking that. I, I don't think he's ever lost a first round. I don't know. So can't see it happening. I'll that would be on that one. That would have been a good uh, trivia segment. Don't know. <laughs> That's yeah. done with actually, isn't it? So. No, no, we're going to come back to it. We're going to back to it. Uh, we just didn't give you enough notice today, but there you go. You just threw one out there. That's a good, uh, you know what? I don't know. I'll get I'll get the research team on uh, that LeBron question. Uh, Kitch, your uh, your thoughts on sports returning and, and what you've been impressed with? What you have all threes. Yeah. So uh, uh, basketball, I think is I, I I'm 100 with Dano. I think they've done it right. Um, I love the way they, they space the games out. Um, I guess Dental, you can argue the fact that there's enough there's enough baseball parks and they're trying to get the TV revenue, so they're playing at nights where there's just not enough basketball facilities, so they do have to stagger it based on availability of courts. So I guess that could be the argument against it. But I I I'm not defending baseball by any means. But the uh, the the basketball. It's been great, and the and the players they came out of the gate just guns a blazing. Like remember we we were talking the other night, and the first few games came out, and the overs in the first quarter were were were, were, were massive. The guys came out shooting. It was like it was like play. It was like playground ball. It was it was fantastic. And then you look at today's game. All the, all games today, all the first quarters are well under, like well well under in all the first quarters. So now you're starting to see okay. The hype, the 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 energy, the excitement of getting back starting to weigh off a bit. Now they're settling settling back in. But baseball, baseball, I'm loving. Hockey had some guys over last night, so the Leafs had the first game last night. We had hockey on here. Oh, it, it's tough. I don't know. I just I, like it was two nothing. The Leafs, Leafs are awful, and uh, and it just I, I can't get pumped about watching hockey. It just doesn't. It's it, it's it's hard to watch basketball than to watch hockey. I find baseball baseball. Uh, We'll get back. We'll get later on. We'll talk about the uh, the clusterfuck that is. But uh, the uh, the to actually watch to actually watch it watch a couple of baseball games. Yeah, yeah. I tune in, and if I got stuff, if I, I watch baseball when I'm doing something else, if I got work on my lap, I'll watch baseball and sort of follow with his hand. I'll look up stuff like that. So baseball, I'll watch. But yeah, it's well, we'll discuss baseball later on. So, all right, I, I will. Uh, I will comment. I'll give my commentary on the three sports, uh, and then I'll 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 come back to your uh, gambling uh, angle, which <laughs> shocker, you had the gambling angle on the opening day of basketball. But um, so that I'm a thousand percent with you. The NBA. I mean, however skeptical I may have been them being able to start this thing and or pull it off. Now I'm hundred percent convinced they will see this thing through to the end. Uh, everything they've done, I think, is. Turn to gold as far as the the uh, the product they're putting on there, the feel of the game. Like I actually kind of like the small gym. You know, few. Fa- you know, I, lo- I love the idea of the of the fans with their uh, their Zoom face shots and there in the in the crowd and that sort of stuff. Like Johnny last night was. You can uh, on the app, the NBA app, you can uh, tap your phone 
to create uh, noise, right? So the more people tap it, is the more noise they'll create in the stadium for it, right? So they're doing that. So, they, so the kids are doing that. Um, yeah, I mean, and like to me, it's it's like watching it in just a, very normally. Like I, I really know. I, there's not one time I've gone, oh, that's kind of weird or different. Like, yeah, it's a little bit different than the fans, but it's not. It, I haven't even noticed it, right? To me, it's just normal sport normal basketball the way so i've loved it i think it's been fantastic and yeah so and every other day oh my god the format is awesome i'm now think this is exactly how every league should run forever (laughs) play three months run it every other day have three seasons a year but do it like this this is awesome this is like an ncaa tournament every day yeah actually i mean and doing that saying that bar with it with it like it is it is without fans the players can now sell out more. Like there's not that camera they're going to hit underneath the basket or they're not going to be running. So they're going for stuff that's out of bounds and they're running through their layups. And so it actually opens the game up a bit more too, without the fans sort of keeping you from running into the fans, basically. Did you, uh, did you take that from Simmons podcast today? No, I haven't that, listened to Simmons. Uh, I haven't listened to Simmons oh, today. No, oh, that's impressive. Cause that's exactly what they were talking oh, really? about. Today. And I, you know what? I'm not nuanced enough to even think about that shit, but it, that's their big argument that those players have so much more room behind the court. Yeah. That, they're not, yeah, they're throwing uh, caution to the wind on any of that stuff. There's no cameraman, no photographers. And the argument that they were making today, too, is that this could become the new norm. This, like, the players might just, in the next bargaining group, might go, this is what we want in our, in our state, this, that, and the other. So, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of uh, new, different things will come from this that will be, that will, will change the game how we've, uh, how we watched it in the past. So, I, I, yeah, to me, it's like, I'm, I don't know. I, I don't know if I ever need to go to a, a live game ever again if they're going to do it like this. I've been very, very happy. And then on two o'clock, two thirty, two thirty, my time game today. That was a, that was an extra long lunch day in the Bart. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a holiday here, Bart. So we were off. So. Oh yeah, you guys didn't care. Yeah, I did. It wasn't a holiday here, but uh, well, you know what? Pretty much was a holiday here. <laughs> Every day's a holiday there. <laughs> um, so baseball. I'm not well. I'm. Like I said, we will talk about baseball and the calamity that it is. But as far as the viewing experience. It's been so many people down on like it sucks that the fans and it's just that I've actually kind of enjoyed it the way it is. Like I, I have no issues watching baseball with no fans. I don't think it's there's you know listen, Baltimore's been doing that for fifteen years watching the games with no fans. So uh, yeah, I mean to me that's not that big a deal. I think the product's been okay. They're kind of a little bit gimmicky with those two double headers, or they try to get two double headers seven innings. Like they're doing. I like some of the changes right with the. uh Start the runner. Oh, that's awesome. They should do that in every inning. I agree. They should do that with. Uh, they should do that in every inning. The game should go to seven innings. Yeah. max. Yeah, no pitching. Forget change. history. That would never happen. I, well, because they always on. Oh, you know what? Depth on history. I, and I think it will happen. Yeah. Oh. You know what? But again, someone's going to have to. Admit. That that never well, baseball is never changing nine innings. Ever. Well, you realize you realize I can never lose that bet, right? No, we'll say the next so, yeah, 10 years. Oh, I didn't say the next year. 10 years. I didn't say the next 30. 30 years. 30 years. Chance of the three of us be alive 30 I years. I won't be here in 30. Yeah, hey, speak for yourselves. I've lost I've lost 12 pounds. I know. I'll, you'll I'll, probably be, be, you will be here 30 years. I'm talking about Dan and I. Dan and I are going to be You can't tell on the uh, podcast. I'll be, I'll be rolling you in front of the TVs. Here you go. Um. So I've, as far as the experience to me, it hasn't been horrible. Just baseball is obviously not going to be around much longer. Uh, I mean, this season and potentially ever uh, 30 years from now. Uh, and then hockey. So I watched the first hockey game last night, watched all the Leafs game, actually. So found that 
to not be enjoyable without the fans. Without, like it just seemed, yeah, didn't I didn't like the vibe of hockey at all the way they, they way they've done it. And those like you've got to put something in the background. You can't just cover the seats yeah. and have like just seems yeah that was way off to me. So I don't I don't know what was going on uh, with their plan. Like, wouldn't there be some advertising revenue there somehow? Like when you go. Okay, the three-hour game, Toronto Maple Leafs. Someone give me a couple hundred grand to put on the seats. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, you know what? And I don't know if hockey's done it yet, but I think think the NBA will allow it now, too. But these sports wagering sites should be all over that shit. Oh, Like, that should have been a bet through 65 throughout the whole thing with live odds, this, that, and the other. Like, they should be doing all that sort of stuff. Oh. Right? So, I just, yeah, hockey to me – I mean, I think hockey's going to be successful because they bubbled it, uh, and for the most part, they're Canadians playing, so we're not going to fuck it up. Um, so, like, I think they'll be successful in doing it. I just don't think the products, it, it's the environment, the field's not that as as good. The NBA is 100% hit it out of the park. So, uh, with that, let's just talk about baseball for a second and what a disaster this thing. I mean, how can they be not even 10 games in and already – they're talking about, you know, we don't know what's going on. We we may finish, we may not finish. Guys aren't taking it seriously enough. I would love to see, like, the NBA came out with like a three hundred page manual as to here's how we're gonna it, within the like. Where was the the MLB? Uh, they they, they have a manual. They have a manual, but no one read it. I think. <laughs> so Bart, I think well, they all read it in the strip club. I, well, I said I think you were the one that wise me about that. My, like, Miami, like like the first ten days, they're all at the strip joint. Like like wh- 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 where does that go? Where is it? Where does one person on the team not say, guys, I'm not sure this is the best idea. Like, does, does nobody, nobody actually step up? <laughs> what, I love, what I love about the uh, National League East, so the Braves have played 10 games, and then two teams have played three games. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're, they're a week behind, and they're a week and a half in the season. Like, I know, and now you got a couple headers they're going to play. You got two teams, and there's going to be third and fourth. Like there's there's going to be too many teams that that shut this thing down. But how come there were no protocols in place to say, okay, here's how we're going to get players to and from every stadium when on the road or home. And then even like I know people have said, well, when if they're at home and they go back to their apartment house, whatever, how do you track them? You know what? Pretty fucking easily by saying if we catch you in any way, shape, or form, you're suspended. You know whatever it is, the team has to forfeit. Like. Any game that we can't play because you got COVID in, in, a, in a non-protocoled uh, environment means X, Y. Like there was just so many ways, and they, it appears like they've done none of it. So, like, unlike us uh, and the MLB, so unlike the, this pod and the MLB, it appears that the NBA during their hiatus actually did do some work oh. and to figure this shit out. Yeah, the NBA. Unlike the pod, you're right. Unlike the pod, the pod and the MLB, we did nothing. Part. Part. Like, I know two pods ago, I started talking about David Stern and you shut it down or five pods ago. This guy was thinking about this last year, like around what's going to happen. Like, he was planning all this stuff, right, about what's contingency, what's going to happen. Once it happened, what's that, you know, where we're going to have it. You mean, what's that you mean Adam, are you, are you, Adam Silver? Are you referring to the commissioner, Adam Silver? Adam Silver. Yeah, yeah, Silver. Sorry, Silver. Yeah. Yeah. This guy. Sorry. This guy. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, like. That's why I think the NBA is like the, the best product, the smartest. It's got the best leadership. They're the ones that, that are going to, you know, like doing those bets. They're they're going to find a way to get it done. And they're going to be dead serious about everything they're doing. Whereas like baseball is just a Mickey Mouse. Like it's just, it's embarrassing. Like if you're like, if you're Derek Jeter, what, what's going on? 
three games in your team's like shut down. Like that's that's a bit on you. And I am I, I got what twelve Jeter jerseys in my house, right? But like somehow you gotta get get control of that shit. Oh, but that's the whole thing too with baseball. Like, how come? Yeah, so you can blame Jeter as a one, but I don't. I bet you no team has done any of this stuff or is prepared, or you know, like this all starts from the top for sure. So I mean, I agree with you, Deno. The NBA is obviously in great hands. So the NBA players and uh, ACT Bermuda staff have a lot in common. They all know the value of great leadership. So uh, I can, but I, I, I agree. I mean, clearly, they no stone was left unturned for the NBA. Now, granted, they are doing this in a different environment that I don't think baseball baseball could not bubble. It would have been impossible to bubble, yeah. right? So they they were. However, what, I, they could have put they could have done many bubbles. They could have put like why not put all NLEs teams. And I'm just going to say New York doesn't matter. find the least COVID city that it is and say all five teams. This is where you're playing. These are your hotels and these are the rules. Right. And that's it. We're just going to rotate and we're going to play games at 11 a.m., 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. Yes, so why, right? why, Every day. So why couldn't baseball done? What, why couldn't baseball gone to Disney, the worldwide complex there? Do they got it? Do they got the biggest field, the not big enough fields there? They probably got a couple at least and just have, yeah. have them played through like throughout the day, just like just like the NBA did. Well, don't forget 30, uh, you're at 30 plus teams. You're at traveling parties of like 50 or 60 to make it all work. Yeah. Uh, you need, you need practice facilities. Like you got like, you need, I think doing six of them, like Bart, your suggestion, you got six divisions, you know, you do six of them and you're only playing the East at the Yankees. You only play in the East and who, whoever top two teams go, that's it. Yeah. They, and they, like, they totally should have done that, but I think part of the problem too is that they fought so long about whether or not they were even going to play. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, but again, this is leadership. Like, why wasn't Manfred saying, "Put together, you know, seven people in a war room, saying, figure this shit out, assuming that we're going to play." Right. Yeah. Right. They just do it all to like it's just it's yeah it's a disaster. And I think, listen, this is the demise of baseball. If they don't finish this season and get some sort of, it, it is the beginning of the end of this being a real sport where people are going to care about it. And the slow demise of baseball not being a major sport is is coming. Unless they put that, unless they put the guy on second every inning, every inning. <laughs> like like with baseball, like when do you call um, the season? Like if it's let's say we're forty games in and all this stuff happens, do you take two weeks off and start the playoffs? If they get all the revenue from the playoffs, so like like. Would, yeah, would that happen? Like that, that I think is very realistic. There's got to be a threshold. Yeah. They probably have to get at least 40 games. That would be two thirds yeah. of the season to sort of, yeah. So I could see that potentially happening, but I also think that there are two teams away from having another, like two more teams go down like this where they've got double yeah. figure people. We're it's like yeah. four games a day. Like yeah. just and it compounds like, yeah. The Jays haven't played in a week. It feels like, right? I know. Well, they haven't almost. <laughs> yeah. It has almost been a week. Yeah. We were looking so good for over wins, but <laughs> easy money, that one. So, Bert, Bert all, all these bets, interesting, that's where I bet them, it's all based on a percentage. It's I know not that- on wins, right? So I, I think that's if one team only plays 56 games or whatever instead of the 60 and they call the season, then it's like that that percent hits, I think. Because I was wondering, I go, why are they doing percentages and stuff? And, and I think that's what, what they're going to do for the standing, the standings as well. So you tell me if the Jays play eight games 
and the Jays win. They go four and four. I'm winning that bet. Five hundred. Five hundred. It might be a minimum of all. It has to be. But doesn't it? You know what? I'd like to see that manual. I don't see the betting manual. I'm sure you'll send an email to Bet365. <laughs> I don't think we'd find time to read it. Well, you know what? The wraps today. So I had them, uh, as we talked about, I had, and you guys had the same uh, situation. I had the wraps 47 and a half. I think you guys had them at 46 and a half, right? Wins? Yep. yep, yep. So they, you guys got it the other night. I got it today. But on Bet365, it's still showing as a, a non-paid bet, but it's still up there as a, like a, a it's, an un, it's considered an unsettled bet in my account right now. So the wow. question is, will they settle it? It's the end of year. When I've done my season bets, and I only use two sites, they always wait till the end of the year. And I email them saying, like, pay me out. And they, they always wait till the end of the year for some reason. So Bet365, uh, in football season, the NFL as it's known, um, they pay. As soon as you, as soon as you cross, they, they, they pay right smart. away. Because they should. Yeah, it's smart to pay. So I, I, I had that on four sites, and I got I – got, they, they got my money cash. I, they gave me the original uh, bet back, and that was it. So like, they all got canceled on all four of my sites for that. Yeah, yeah. Not See, Bet Three Six Five has not canceled any of my full season bets, but they're going to have. Well, I think they're going to have to. So I can't. I can't have it both ways because, like, I've got Houston at fifty three and a half wins, which they're not even eligible to get fifty three. Like, if they played the rest yeah. of the season, they could have still got there, but they couldn't with eight games. They couldn't even get there. So, I guess if they paid the Raptors bet, I guess that's a losing bet for me. <laughs> true. True. Which. <laughs> Then I will have something to say about that. Though. They will get yeah, an email. Yeah. Tell them, ignore my other bet. <laughs> yeah, pay that one. Specific one. This specific one. <laughs> it's all about me. Uh, so, you know what? Before we, uh, before we move on to uh, our raps, our beloved raps, as we're just talking about this, but quickly, NFL going to happen? So have, have you been looking? At, have you read up on it? I just read this yesterday. Yeah. With, the, with, with the players now are saying – like the, the the league has said now, if you don't want to play this year, and you have some sort of tie to to somebody with some health issues, pre-existing give, conditions, yeah, pre, they'll give yeah they'll give you three hundred thousand dollars for the season, and you can go away. If you don't want to play, but you don't have that sort of pre-existing condition or tie to it, then they'll give you one hundred fifty thousand, and and you can go away. So you see, so some of these teams got one, two, one, two players out. The Patriots got seven guys that have opted for that. Like that's. That's triple more than any other team, I think. I don't think it's signed any other team with more than three. And you if got you guys like Chong and why. Hightower who are like who are who are all, all pro uh, defensive players. Kitch, since your unloyal quarterback left, we're going. We're, we're done. So nice, nice team, Kitch. Nice team. Not done. Not done. Cammy Newton. Cammy Newton. Right, the question wasn't about the Patriots' defense. Well, the I'm, question was: Do you think football will commence and finish this year? Uh I think football will be a lot like baseball. Well, will if they don't do if they don't yeah. put, put these fucking people in bubbles or put some rules around it, of course it will be. Yeah. Yeah, football, I don't I don't, I don't yeah. know how you, I don't know how you do football. I really have no idea how you do football. Like when you think about you saying baseball has a big group like football like yeah, oh my god. Or 100, right? Yeah. Be 100, pretty much probably um, yeah. Uh, close to close to that, yeah. Again, I can't remember who I was talking to. I think it was Stover. I always say Stover now cuz in case it's it's, it was Stover, and I say somebody else, he gets, he gets pissy with me. So, uh, But I think it was Stover, and I think this is the way how I would do football, and I think Nikki's right. You take the AFC, and you play them week one, and then you take the NFC, you play them week two. Week three, AFC again. So there's always 14 days in between games. 
Okay. Right. You shorten the season to 10 games, whatever, whatever it is, whatever you can figure out. And, but there's always 14 games. So there is an outbreak in theory. You can quarantine, right. And have a team that's ready to go. Like, I think that's actually a fantastic idea. Good idea. Um, you're not going to get 16 games in. Right? Well, actually, you know what? I guess you could, if you agree to lengthen the season, but that maybe screws up things for the next year. Um, but you go 10 games and then right playoffs and away you go. Like, I think that would be, a, that'd be a reasonable way to do it. But I think you also have to quarantine these guys. Uh, sorry, you have to you have to bubble them within your own cities. Yeah, right. You, I think you have to. Well, and, and hopefully they're not learning. Like like they're hopefully they're learning from Major League Baseball. Saying, okay, big rosters. What are we going to do now? What are we not going to do that Major League Baseball did? So so they're gonna they're gonna be able to they're gonna be able to hopefully learn from that a bit. All right. So Kish, for the third time, yes or no? Does the season start and end? Who? Uh, I, I think it starts. Uh, my percentage on end would be, you know, I'm an, I'm an, I'm an optimist. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 75% it ends. <laughs> I'm, be optimist. I'm, opt- I'm an optimist. All right. Thank you, Kitch. Uh, Deno, on to you. Uh, yeah. yes. Does it start and does it finish? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It starts. I'm just trying to, I, I think I re- really like that suggestion around, you know, the East and the West, right? Just you got to think outside the box. Like everyone doesn't have to play every week. Like fans would love that idea. Like yes. you get football over two weeks, but every Sunday I get my, my eight games or whatever. Like we do every we, Sunday, every Sunday, Monday, do a double header on Monday nights every week. Oh, like, yeah. It would be, yeah. I don't think you'd lose anything yeah. from TV revenue. Yeah. No, I, I think TV it's, revenue would be off the charts. Like I'd be watching Arizona against like, like, is of course you would. LA, LA, whatever. Like you might even care about, right? I. It would I not matter. No, it, it would not matter. So, hundred percent start. Uh, I'd probably give it. I think the full season, no. Fifty percent, maybe like forty percent chance of, of actually closing it. They may have to is cancel. Like they may have to just end it early somehow and go to the playoffs. Like once once the playoffs, I, I think they're okay. I think that's exactly what happens. I think they, so here's my call delayed start. So it won't start the first weekend in September. I don't think that happens. So they're going to somehow shorten the season, probably to 12 games. They're going to realize it's not going to work. There's going to be some outbreaks. 12 games becomes six, seven, eight games, whatever that is. They call the season there. They, they may even have an abbreviated playoff uh, playoff. And then they're going to, they're going to go to, they're going to have some sort of Super Bowl. They will definitely do that. And it may be, but it may be in April, right? It may be in April, but they are going to do something. Uh, to finish to finish the year, I just think they're hell bent on it. And again, you got a guy like Adele who no one trusts to do anything right, so he'll he'll do he'll do anything. Like the like what you said there, like the NFL, if it started called late September and went to April, people won't care. Nope. Like people love the NFL. Like do do that suggestion and make this season two months longer. People don't care. They want to watch football on a Sunday. As soon as as soon as football is done in like February. Everyone's like depressed on the February 9th or whatever it is, right? It's like, I got no football to watch or what, what you know, what am I going to do? So they could well, we, send this to April. Like, if, and, memory, if memory serves, this group was betting the XFL. So I think we were, we were okay with the XFL playing. And, and, and the, 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 and the, what we're not we even touched on is like the economic impact of the NFL. Remember when oof. they went, when they had the lockout and Obama like told they got to get back and play. It, it, it is yeah. huge. Oh. It's a huge ec- economic impact on, on the U.S. It, well, that I, I don't even talk about college. 
It's college, even worse yeah. those college towns. Those For college, sure. no college football. Oh my god, that's a disaster. Alcohol uh, and food. Alcohol and food. Oh my god. Think yeah. of how much Hot- hotels and travel oh, and all oh. everything. Everything. Well, what we talked about too in one of the previous pods, um, it was it was kind of mind blowing. All these sports, how much they actually get from their gate revenues too. Like it's still still a pretty big number. Like they need the gate revenue from an overall revenues perspective for the uh, the, the sharing uh, between teams and players. So yeah, it's 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 bad. However, there's got to be some sort of clause in those TV contracts too that says I can renegotiate if X happens. Right? If viewership goes up forty percent. You should be able to, there must be some escalators that kick into that sort of thing. So, uh, well, if there aren't, then I should lawyer up for, uh, the players association. Uh, all right. So here we are moving on wraps, wraps of the bubble two and oh, uh, quick recap, the Lakers game. I'll start. Uh, they looked awesome. They didn't shoot the ball. Well, still way too many turnovers, but defensively they were, they came out of the gates from the jump. I mean, Anthony Davis, I don't think he had a shot attempt in the first 20 minutes of that game. Uh, I think he had, I think he had zero point. Maybe he had zero points at that. Anyways, what the point is they locked him down. They played LeBron pretty well. They looked really, really good for, and for a team that didn't even shoot that well or protect the basketball today, Kitch, I don't think you saw the game, but uh, it was kind of the same thing. We didn't really shoot the ball that well and turnovers. I think we had 20 turnovers. We gave the ball away a ton Defensively, I don't think we were as good today, but we were still good enough. I, the Heat missed a ton of uh, open looks, but uh, I think this. I think the Raps are ready to go. I think more teams should have did what they did. I don't know if you guys noticed, they, they spent the first two weeks before the bubble down in Florida uh, in a in a you know their version of a bubble, uh, and you know they just sort of got that whole thing going again, right? The whole camaraderie, everyone together doing that sort of thing. So uh, I really think they're in a great space and I do, I think they should be the favorite to come out of the East right now. That said, Gasol looks horrible, just like the beginning of the season again. It's like, this is like the whole thing over, over again. Uh, And I think we are definitely going to be a seven man rotation with, with Hollis Jefferson and Davis spot in minutes, like two, three minutes a piece here to, to, to keep it going because we, at our best, we're seven men. Denno, you see, you watch both. Yeah, I've watched a lot of basketball. Um, like your one of your comments there. Like I, I think the best. Like you always say, "Oh, the, the best team that gets along and all that kind of stuff's gonna is gonna win." I think the bubble is gonna bring out the team that gets along, that want to be around each other and stuff. The Raptors have proved they got the like. They're really tight there. They got like their their president and GM, you know, with them and all that kind of stuff. And that's where I think they're just gonna like just just come together and kill the kind of playoff time. Like that, I was just checking the Laker game. Like the hell, Lakers at ninety two points. Like what, when's the last time Lakers scored ninety two points? I know it was it was their actually it was their second game. And then Miami, you know, first half, uh, forty four points. Right, like they they were locked. Like they're like. Whoever wins this thing is going to play defense. They'll almost ignore games. Um, you know, everyone's kind of second game or their first game was like street ball, right? Like scrimmage, fast break, no defense. We're going to start seeing some defense um, and stuff. And that's where I think like the Raps will dominate. I think I, I agree. I think they're the favorite, uh, the favorite in the East. Well, they totally should be. Kitch, welcome back for the third time today. <laughs> The uh, the, the I, I so I watched just the fourth quarter of the game, and uh, so I saw Abaka shoot two or three threes. Like 
can somebody tell Baca not to shoot threes? What is, what, is, what is with that? What is with that? Stop shooting the three. Stop shooting the three. And, no. and secondly, secondly, yeah, we we did we, we did get the Lakers off the uh, they they sort of they they gave it all in the Clippers game, so we got them on a, on that bounce back game, which is kind of a a bonus for us in the schedule. But uh, from what I saw, I've seen I've seen, I've watched uh, the last quarter and a half of both games. Um, yeah, we're right in it. I think we're 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 definitely we're definitely contending. And I watched the Milwaukee game in full. Milwaukee, they don't have a ton of depth. Like they got this the the Gunners, the big the big stars, and the, but behind the stars, I'm not sure there's there's a lot there. So yeah, I think. If, well, yeah, I mean, I, I think people. That's what people. That's why the Raptors are getting no respect either, because no one really. They look at the squad. They go, well, who do they have? You know, there's no who's their who's their closer. Who's their you know our bench is our bench is a little bit thin as far as who you're going to trust in a, in a playoff game. Uh, we were saying that Den and I were saying that before you uh, fell off is that, you know, we're seven, that rotation seven with, you know, you're going to spot Davis some minutes, but um, yeah, I think that's, that's part of it. We're the, we're the 2004 Pistons, right? Just a close knit group of guys. You never know. You don't know from game to game, who's going to be the, who's going to be the stud. Like, you know, obviously uh, you expect it to be Lowry, Freddie or Siakam, but I mean, it could be, you know, as much as Abaka shooting threes kills me too, he had 15 points today. He actually, actually played pretty well uh, outside of that. So, um, you know, and I'm now bought into this whole theory of uh, the DNA championship DNA. It it did. It yeah. I think there's something to that. I think these guys don't panic anymore. I think they're sitting there going, "We're going to make our run. We, if we if we do X, Y, and Z, we're going to be in the game." And they don't seem to you know freak out or panic. So. Yeah, how? But you see the lines. So I got them at thirty to one just before uh, COVID uh, knocked out the season. Then during the lockdown, they went to twenty to one, and now already at the Laker game, they're twelve to one. So here well, we go. Yeah, I'm telling you, the only way it legitimizes the Larry OB this year is with the Raptors going back to back. Everything, but everybody else, it's tarnished. Okay, boys. No, I missed. Okay. I missed that comment on the seven. Uh, was Matty Thomas in that seven? Was he in the seven? We just talking about that. No. Damn. He played one minute today. Yeah, one minute today. No shot. I know. I don't okay. give him. A, don't give him a chance. Give him a chance. Okay, give guys. I know you guys always trash Ibaka, and I'm usually trashing him. If you ignore guys that don't play a lot, he's he's actually the leader in three point percentage. <laughs> And Gasol's the leader. <laughs> Gasol. Gasol's at 39.5, Abaka 39.3, and Powell 39.2. So we, if, if he misses 20 in a row, we can start trashing him. Well, I'll tell you what, speaking of Powell, that he's our missing link right now. He's done nothing those first two games. We are going to need Norman Powell to play really well in the playoffs. Yep, for sure. Agree, Agree there. Well, or else we'll be in tr- we'll be in trouble. That's put a lot of pressure on the starting five. If we don't get that that twelve to fifteen off the bench from him every day. So, uh, okay. So there we go. Quick. That was a that was a quick raps recap. Considering this is called Rap City Podcast. Um, <laughs> but uh, we, like I said, we're going to come back a couple times, hopefully in the week, to uh, keep everybody up to date on our thoughts on our beloved Raptors. Uh, catch spreadsheet update. So just to refresh everyone's memory, uh, we between the three of us, we make uh, occasional uh, bets amongst ourselves. And I think the rule is as soon as I make the bet, it loses. So it's good for you too. I'm not sure I've won a spreadsheet bet yet. Uh, if that's you, you won uh, one, you won one. Oh, there we go. You won, you won the fifty dollar. Uh, Mark Cott will win the poker tournament, and I said he would, and you said he wouldn't. I was that's your, that's your fifty dollar bet. Oh, well, there you go. Thank you, thank you, Bobo. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, spreadsheet updated from from uh, when when COVID hit. We had the NBA. Well, the NBA will start, not start. So that's where. Uh, 
were uh, Deno and I both both won hundred bucks off of off, yeah, off of Bar- off of Bart, and then uh, then there was pre- that best that bet was pressed up by these guys as well for another hundred dollars, which Deno won another hundred bucks. <laughs> Uh, then we had the horse challenge, the horse challenge bet for fifty dollars each, which was a complete disaster. Somehow, yeah. Daniel got Mike Conley and uh, okay. and won that one. So he, Kitch, Kitch, he got can you donate my winnings to charity. That thing should not have happened. <laughs> that, uh, donate that was it. Well, uh, I'm going to donate to uh, that w- WNBA player's uh, hoop. Get her a real hoop outside. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had, and then we had the MLB will start, MLB will not start between Dano and Bart, and Dano won that one again. So Bart is sitting at a nice even down eight hundred and fifty dollars. Kitchen is up one hundred and fifty dollars, and Dano is up seven hundred dollars. That's real money. <laughs> That's a, and the only outstanding bet we have at the current time. The only outstanding bet we have at the current time is. Kitch said fans back at sports November 1st, 2020. Uh, That's a winner. Bart said March 21st, 2021. And Dano said summer 2021. Well, uh, none of those are going to win. None of those are going to win. (laughs) You're not going to see a fan in a seat until 2022. I'm now convinced of that. Kitch, you're missing one. Bart and I had another bet is will 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 the NBA season finish? We had another bet just on that. But I think that was the press-up, wasn't it? Wasn't that the press-up? No, we, no we, we had a couple other dumb bets. But it was like, <laughs> will it finish? I'll add that one. I'll add that one. I'll add that one. I, need, I have to send in a couple of chambermaids with COVID into that bubble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spend a thousand bucks to win a hundred. Well, I doubt, I doubt, I doubt it would cost me a thousand, two chambermaids in Orlando. I'll go split. Yeah, I'll go split. <laughs> All right. Well, so there you go. So we will, uh, well, there's going to be plenty more betting coming up, uh, I believe, between now and the end of basketball. So oh, I will, yeah. I think I will chisel away at the, um, at the deficit. But well, you're, you're trending well. Yeah. You should tell you what I need the Lakers to get a few more points this quarter. Um, <laughs> All right. So listen, we are, we're actually, Probably a little bit behind the pace I was hoping for here, but we're close. Uh, so here we go. Wait, quickly, uh, what drives you crazy? And then uh, any other business? And then on to the next pod, which I think will be Sunday morning. So, uh, Deno, you ready to start with what drives you? Sure. Kind of a simple one. It's, it's not crazy, crazy like they usually is. But anyways, um, yesterday woke up a bit hungover. I had a, had a poker, poker party, whatever. So anyways... I go for a nap in the afternoon, come downstairs. The wife's taking wife's taking care of the house and stuff. And she goes, did you hear the boom outside? And like, we just put in a pool, a deck, like, and I'm going, oh my God, not more bullshit. What the walk out there? Our table broke. Now there's, <laughs> there, there's glass everywhere, right? She goes, well, I thought he'd be a bit more upset than that. I go, well, honey, I thought our pool was down. Like I thought our whole pool, I thought our whole pool broke. But <laughs> so what drives me crazy is, don't get me excited for no reason at all. Come on, we're COVID mother-in-law conditions. I just want really bad news. If it's not bad news, don't worry about it. Well, you know what? Probably from your perspective, of you weren't cleaning up the glass, so yeah, not really bad news for you. Well, I cleaned Probably. it up. Don't worry, I oh, cleaned it up. I'll check with Fawn. Yeah, actually, yeah. Don't don't text Vaughn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so don't uh, unless it's really dire news. Don't bother telling Dino. Right. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Yeah. Nope. Fair, fair enough. Uh, Kitch, 
We kind of touched it, and I know we mentioned it before. Major League Baseball drives me crazy. How they actually thought this was going to work is is baffling. It's almost as baffling as Trump when he make when he opens his mouth and sa- and says something. The uh, the the fact that like even even you said we had a security guy with him. Like the person's going home and they're spending time with their wife, and they and they and and the wife might have gone out and had a girls' night the night before with five or different five. Like there's just no way if if you did the 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 degree of touches per person it's it's hundreds of people per person like it just there's no way this could have worked and how they actually thought it could have worked it just drives me crazy well so i'm gonna that you uh you sort of stole mine but i'm gonna be a little bit more specific because i'm going right to rob manfred right he is what's driving me crazy it i just don't know how you can be how can you be running a major league uh i can be running a major league and be this incompetent going back to his handling of the Astros situation, which was a disaster. This whole thing where they gave immunity to the players, any of those players who, sh- who were caught in that system should have absolutely been had repercussions, been suspended, fined, whatever it should have been. So he doesn't even handle that. And then, he can, then he goes on to call their trophy a piece of tin. Why does everyone get so upset? It's just a piece of tin, which <laughs> the life of you can, I mean, that's what you're representing. You call your trophy a piece of tin. So that's ridiculous. And then to have the labor dispute in the middle of a pandemic also, which couldn't have been handled worse. Uh, and then what would appear to have zero preparation to run this season, to give it a chance to survive. It's amazing. Just so you know what needs to happen. What should have happened is Manfred silver, Goodell and Batman. They should have had the hundred dollar bet like unsigned fell to the contest. Right. And said, so who is going to run their league and finish and do it properly and not look like an idiot? And Manfred should be walking through the door right now. He should be slamming his hundred bucks on the table and yelling, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> what, of what would I'm you out. Odds, Bart, if you're at that meeting, what odds would you want if you're baseball? Like, I, wa- I want a thousand to one. Like, 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 like come on. Manfred's I mean, a cr- Kramer. Manfred is a Kramer. He, he's, he's not, he's apparently. <laughs> and you know what? When you make, I mean, Gary Bettman and, and Goodell are just looking at each other going, holy fuck, this guy is making us look good. We are this guy. <laughs> Thank we more you. Manfred. Yeah, we need more Manfred. <laughs> I mean, it is, I am, I'm just amazed. Like, and he won't lose his job. There'll be like, he'll have that job for the next 20 years. It is ridiculous. So, you know what? Baseball commissioner, Rob Manfred, you are what's driving me crazy. And probably will for the next 20 episodes of, of the pod. Cause it's just, I can't believe it's happened like this. I really, really can't believe it's happened like this. So there we go. Yep. All right. Uh, I, for AOB, uh, I don't, uh, all I have, and I've uh, referenced it. So I'm going to just the new format of the pod, a little shorter, uh, twice a week, stay on top of things. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so that's, that's what I've got. We kind of touched a bit on my AOB, but, but, uh, the AOB, <laughs> every single game, Today in the NBA has gone massively under every single the first game. I think I think if you are for the betting public that's listening, I think the unders are are for the next couple of days at least going to be uh, juicy in the in the NBA. Um, I don't know. I think Denver OKC went over. Well, that was overtime. So well, still, take the, take over. the overtime out for the if you take regulation time, every game went under. Okay, well, I'm just I'm just telling you. So for the listening audience who actually is paying attention, there was one over today. Yeah. Not, 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 not an overtime game yet. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in Vegas when you go to the window with your ticket, they pay you that one. Hey, that's I don't not go, you know what? I, 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 I bet you that was not over. 
There are some big overs. Two, like two thirty-four. Yeah, wow. yeah. That one, that one under. That one under. That was over. They're, they're like two forty. Okay, you guys, you guys hash it out next pod. So <laughs> to add the kitchen for the betting public out there, I never do this. Never do it. I bet three under props today, and they all came in. My tip, my tip is like the Lakers tonight. They're like LeBron's not going to play 35, 36 minutes. He's going to play like 28, 29. As the eight games gets later, hammer the under player props. I'm talking get the biggest hammer you out, free money. Deno, are you uh, are you potting from inside the bubble? You seem to have a lot of inside knowledge about LeBron's minutes. Are you are you uh, are you catching stuff in the uh, I in just, the I just hate him so much. Everything he says <laughs> and does. I know, I know him. I know him. He's going under tonight. I'll bet that till the cows come home. Well, right now, he's got four points, one rebound, and two assists as we speak. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, played, four, he's played four minutes. Yeah. He's played. <laughs> hey. Oh, he's played seven minutes. Seven minutes, Bart. He's played Guys, seven minutes. Bet right now, Bart, 100 bucks. He's well, played the whole game, Daniel. Well, what was it? I don't even know what his. I don't know what his. What was the line? Around. Like probably 47 and a half or something stupid or 40. Oh, po- I, I only have his points. I don't have his points, points rebounds, assists. Uh-oh. Points for 24 and a half. Well, I'll, points I'll are twenty-four and a half. I have. Tw- I'll give you. I'll give you a real life. Twenty-four and a half uh, rebounds would be nine and a half. Would be not. Yeah. So he was thirty-three. And a half. Seven. Forty-two and a half. He was forty-two and a half. I looked. Yeah. I'll take the. Sure. I'll take the over. Yeah. Take the under. Hundred bucks. Just cash it. It's only fake money. Who cares? Well, is that seven? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And one other in business. Hundred bucks. It was hundred bucks. You get that catch? Yeah. Hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Forty-two and a half. Fuck, that's the easiest I've ever seen in my life. Okay, uh, next Monday, I'm actually golfing with the Jeff Nagy at Redtail. So, Ooh, Red something, Tail. you guys, this will be a bet. This will be a bet. We always bet how many greens in regulation I get at Redtail because this course eats me up. I think it. I think the line last time was two and a half. Ooh. I know. I know, kids. I know. Over. 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 So, We'll have to set a line, and I wanna, I want some big money on it. So um, everyone sleep on it. We'll get some input from Nagy. See what well, yeah, share share your handicap, so I can so I can think about it to, until Sunday. Well, What's your handicap? I've only played one round by myself this year, but catch one by like a. 15, 16, 18. Yeah, no, it's no. A, it's a, no, you're close to you. Nah, in this day and age, I bet you you're a 14, Dedo. 14. The, the handicap system's so different now. Like, you got, like it's, it's, it, everybody's handicap went down by about two this year. Oh, I, I don't even know, but what's the new change in the handicap? So they can't, you're eight. So it used to be t- yeah, 10 of your best 20 games, and now yeah. it's eight, eight of your best 20 games. So it's, it's, it's narrowed that way. So you get, you get one good score. It, it adjusts it. It adjusts your handicap right away. And uh, you look, you just, I just look at guys in quarter points this year and, and skins and all, or not skins, quarter points and, uh, and two men net best ball games. Scores are way higher than they've ever, ever been. Handicaps are lower. My best eight. Ooh, I went 75 on the whites a couple weeks ago. Wow. I might be, I might be trying wow. to, might be trying to low. Yeah. So you put one of those in, you're down to like a four yeah. or five. Yeah. Look at me. Oh, don't report that score. Yeah. Don't, report it. <laughs> don't tell Mark that's illegal. Illegal. That's they're not illegal. Gonna, they're illegal. Not it's illegal. Sorry. You know yeah, yeah. Get the don't sand bring, out of your pockets. Go on. Don't bring that up either. Don't bring up illegal events on the golf course. That's on it. That's a sore subject here in Bermuda these days. So uh, okay. So uh that's it. Till Sunday. We're gonna do this again, I think Sunday morning, depending on Kitch's um Sunday golf night. game. 
Sunday night, whenever. Sunday night actually be better. So yeah, so I'll have one out. This should be out by what's today? Today's Monday. So this will be out by tomorrow. And the next will be out for Monday. So there we go. Perfect. All right, boys. All right. Later. I've been waiting to say it for five weeks. Take it away, Kwai. Repeat. <laughs> back to back. <laughs> Kawhi up top. Looks at the clock. Turns the corner for the win. 